Facebook chat were spouting off about some celebrities who I know and a what is he? He's a celebrity. He's kind of a celebrity. He's a socialite amongst Christ. He he played Jesus and now he thinks he's Jesus. Played Jesus on what? On the passion of the Christ. Oh, I dude, I've seen that once. Like, yeah, yeah, everybody when it came out, it's not terrible. It's just it's only it's only a one viewing thing. I don't think you can watch a guy be flailed. Like, like, I mean, and knowing that there is like a two thousand year old history that's attached to modern history, and and just the, like that was a good, oh, that was a good one. You guys want to do it again next weekend? Fuck yeah! So Jim Caviezel is an actor, okay. and uh, I would say that Jim Caviezel probably doesn't get a lot of acting roles because of his, uh, well, how shall we say, orthodox stance on on things, and it all kind of filters into like, I don't know, Alan. Pick up where my brain's leaving off here. You get what you you and I seem to have a good little like uh, like Spock melding of the minds going on with this. Yeah, I mean, so we were talking about I don't know where you found whatever you found that started this whole thing, but like about like Jim Caviezel. I guess he's got that new movie out or whatever, and fucking he's playing prophet again, uh, and so now he's fucking he's he's aware of an elite group of celebrities that definitely fucking eat the adrenochrome like we've talked about before. Uh, but I, again, like, I think, like, no, Chip Caviz is a good actor, man. Like, he's done some good shit. But, like, I think he fucking, his, he poisoned his brain when he played Jesus. Like, Mel Gibson fucking poisoned the man's brain. And now the guy just walks around being like, I'm Jesus. And people are like, nah, you're not. You're fucking Jim Caviezel. Uh, <laughs> You haven't had a, you haven't had a good role since fucking playing Jesus. Well, That's why I think you want to play Jesus. I think what happened was is when Jim Caviezel was going around doing press for Passion of the Christ, he kind of had to like defend like why make a movie like this? That whole rigmarole that you get from like the mm-hmm. the very atheist Hollywood reporter types, and he had to be like, I'm a man of faith. I mean, it's a big deal playing Jesus. I got to get it right. And then Mel Gibson went off and made that movie on his own without the help of Hollywood producers. And what happened to Mel Gibson shortly after that? He went on this crazy tirade about how, like, those people in Hollywood, and you know who those people are, those yeah, people he, who maybe he, got... He called them the Jews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is what, I believe Mel Gibson's were, words were the Jews. Okay. Uh, I'm and paraphrasing. So, yeah, that typically... <laughs> warrants a response from greater civilized society because of that one time that the Jews had that thing happen. Uh, you know what I mean? So <laughs> look, uh, are the, we got to the point earlier, what was it? Somebody said earlier when we were talking like rich people need rich people friends because they just don't like only rich people get it. Right. And so I, and I, I agreed. I was like, look, there probably are some crazy ass motherfuckers eating baby adrenal glands. Like, mm. it's like 15, 20 of them. It's not the QAnon fucking like world fucking cabal of baby eaters that like they want you to think it is. But, you know, 
like I, I think I said, I was like, if I was a billionaire, I'd hunt a human. Like, <laughs> I, I get it, kinda. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, the the hors d'oeuvre at a cocktail hour is uh, fresh served in a martini glass, adrenochrome ceviche. It's got lime juice. It's got uh, you know the accoutrement, cilantro, onion, fresh scallops. The 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 big uh, tortilla chips around, so you can kind of scoop it out, put it in there. Ooh, feel better. (laughs) But see, in the same breath though, it it was in a three day span because again, Mel Gibson's out. Like he's not even out promoting the movie that he's made with Jim Caviezel about human trafficking. He's out saying like, "Uh, "Listen, guys, uh, we got to stop human trafficking." (laughs) And nobody's giving him any good press over this movie. Like he's actually making. A film that should hopefully, hopefully, I would think that most of the world could rally behind. Like, hey, let's stop people from stealing children and possibly putting them in oil drums and shipping them across the world at seventy-seven thousand dollars a barrel to suck the, I don't know, uh, spring of life from a gland that grows inside of their body. You'd think that would be a worthwhile cause, if in fact true. But we see all these things like Ashton Kutcher going around with Mila Kunis talking about, like, we got to stop human trafficking. It seems like those are the people who don't get work anymore. The ones who are talking about, like, save the children from the evil elite people with billions of dollars. And why is that? That's probably there's probably something there. Like I said, there's at least twenty of them that eat baby fucking glands. Like, I'm willing to give them that. But like, I also think one. Jim Caviezel typecasted himself, so he doesn't get fucked. Like he doesn't get casted because he wants to play Jesus all the time. And unless Mel Gibson makes another Jesus movie, there's not really a role for Jim Caviezel in fucking Hollywood. Okay, yeah. Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, is... that guy's done. What do we talk about? Why that guy doesn't work because he's done. Fucking Mila <laughs> Kunis, fucking kind of the same. She's still pretty though. But do we really want to fucking see her do anything? <clears throat> no. So it's like. The- I get it, but like I don't think that that's where it goes off the rails. Is human that's trafficking a problem? Yes. Is pedophilia a problem? Yes. Do they get stuffed in Chinese drums for seventy-seven thousand dollars to get to ship to the elite cabal? No. That's what. That's where the disconnect of reality okay. comes. Wes, <laughs> what were you gonna say? Because this, I feel like this is all wrapped in. There, I got th- two other examples here. Well, I was gonna say, like, I mean, <clears throat> is is the conspiracy that they're they're being blackballed? That they speak um, out against human trafficking and the I elitist. think that's just a convenient side note to okay. a bunch right. of fucking irrelevant actors being like, we got to stop fucking child trafficking rings. I, no, sure. I think there is a so, – I, I, going back to the Mel Gibson thing, Mel Gibson going crazy, losing his fucking – fucking mind at a traffic stop talking about Hollywood. I think, because he was talking about at the time, you gotta play ball with these people, and you think about the Harvey Weinsteins of the world. Like, everybody's like, oh, Harvey's so great! Everybody thanking Harvey Weinstein for their Oscar. Meanwhile, we find out that he's got like a ganger in his penis that everybody's been suckling on to go get their Oscar. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Harvey goes to jail, and everybody's like, that guy was a demon spawn, sucking the adrenochrome out of his children that he got from an <laughs> oil barrel fostered by Jim Caviezel. Like, see what I mean? Like, it, it all starts to kind of link together. And then I heard Ice Cube talking about how, like, he turned out a $9 million movie role because they said he couldn't be on the movie unless he got vaccinated. And he's like, never mind. And now we've got Jamie Foxx, who apparently, maybe, allegedly, got a vaccination, got himself hurt, can't see, starting to come around finally after a few months. But again, it kind of Hasn't that been in- debunked? With Jamie yeah, Fox I was like, I thought a... they like, I thought his family like made a statement. 
They were like, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, well, you make a statement if you've got fucking more movie roles coming down the pipe that are worth $15, 25000000 million a pop. Like, that's yeah. what I'm... I'm saying God, like the statement isn't gonna make the movie roles come if he's fucking if he's all lopsided and shit now he ain't playing Ray Charles no more but like, <laughs> or now now it's even more believable yeah <laughs> maybe he gets typecast into something you know I guess what I'm getting at is at what point do we start to kind of like I know what you guys are saying like wasn't that debunked maybe there were statements made that debunk like what's on the surface and I'm not trying to be Mr. Super Conspiracy but isn't that what they would like come forward and be like hey we're gonna need you to make this statement okay we- I think see I think man we're in a reasonable we're in a reasonable middle ground but the problem is is that these types types of things have been poisoned by fucking going just a little too far and that's when you lose those of us who are like yeah tra- human trafficking rings Big fucking problem. Seems like it's becoming more prominent of a problem. We should probably do something about that. What? Why? You think it's because lizard elites are eating yeah. their adrenal grant? No. no. I think it's because people are fucking creeps and want to fuck kids. <clears throat> That's why I think it's happening. You think it's happening because you're fucking crazy. Like, not you specifically, Mer, but like... The argument, that's where I think the disconnect is. Sure. It's like we've got the split. We're like, yep, let's take care of it. Definitely a thing we should do. Uh, no, and I, I agree. Know that I want to work with you to do this because you are weird. You know what I'm Wes, saying? What, Wes, what are you going to say? Well, I just say, like, let's, let's not, you know, pigeonhole human trafficking into, into children. There was a, there was, I don't know if it exists anymore, there was a billboard on Route 40 in Cecil County. And I asked my cousin about it. He's like, oh, yeah, I mean, apparently it's getting kind of bad. And it's it's, it, it's not just kids. It's families, middle-aged women. Uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, and typically either people into like – they're seeing a lot of people who are there on green card stuff because they haven't – you know, like – Yeah, just, they're harder to track and shit. Yeah. I mean, look, I have a little slightly less sympathy for a grown adult getting kidnapped. Um, so I, it's just – look, that's just how I, I, it shakes out for me. I, I'm sorry. Uh, don't get kidnapped. But fucking, yeah. Like, and I, I think the focus is, again, this is where a part of where we, we fucking leave it. Yes. Should grown women not be human trafficked like and taken? Absolutely. But the crazies don't ever talk about that. They're just talking about kids getting trafficked for fucking eating purposes. <laughs> like, that's where the fucking disconnect is. It's like, we got right. a common goal to stop this happening. Except y'all are fucking crazy. And, that's, and how are we going to stop that? That's not a real thing. We can't stop a fake thing. I do find it funny, though, or in, a, in, a, in a, the most horrible way possible, how, like, once it gets to, like, that level, like, the, the kid-eating part of it, like, that's when the, like, people that could actually donate money, that have money to donate, are like, never mind. <laughs> they, yeah, they, because they, like, I think you're going to fucking do something weird with the money if I'm a rich person. Like, I, you have an organization over here. You have, what do you got over here? You got a, a network of people in third world countries that help you help you traffic these girls to safe place. That seems like a place I want to spend my money. That's there's, there's a structure there. And then you've got, they're eating fucking baby glands. And you're like... <laughs> What are you going to do with my $2 million, baby glad guy? (laughs) The human fun. People helping people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I guess, let's let's just say, I honestly feel like the guy who thinks that they are eating uh, baby glands, that might be the guy to give the money to because he'd be so concerned, like, oh, my God, they're going to be eating baby glands. Then give that guy the money because he's fucking... 
he's in deep on it, man. He's yeah. going to try to stop it because he thinks they're doing the worst thing possible. I mean, I agree with that. I agree with that sentiment. But my point is, is like, all right, let's 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 hypothetical example, right? Fucking classy organization run by fucking some respectable lady, so B list celebrity that isn't an elite cabalist and is definitely trustworthy that we will give money to. Dolly Parton. She yes, perfect. She, she begins paying up more fucking third world spies to find more third world fucking traffic. Fucking a, a baby eating guy starts hunting for fucking human lizard people at, at fucking Masonic temples because that's who's eating the baby glands. And like that money's going to waste now. Dolly Parton putting it to use, trying to find actual people getting right. lost and shipped and trying to get them back to their countries and their families. Other guy hunting for a thing that doesn't exist. Okay, that's a fair point. I'll take that. <laughs> he, he probably that guy probably thinks that the the human gland eater is listening to Dolly Parton soundtrack, you know, one of her <laughs> early seventies classics. Well, that's because there's messages embedded in the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Something about it's yeah. A, America, big, big we're so it. close on so many things. What, what do you think? So that, fucking far apart. <laughs> that island that she was speaking to was Epstein Island. Think about it. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. To, to, on a serious note, we're Nine only like five. we're only like two hundred years, two hundred and fifty years removed from fucking the entire world basically marrying fucking fifteen year olds. All right, so like, is it that weird that there's a bunch of rich people wanting to bang kids? No, it's not okay. But like, let's root some things in reality. They're just banging kids. That's fucking not okay, and we should focus on that part, not the part that isn't real. Well, I think where people get, like, drawn into the conspiracy, I'll put my hand up, like, you know, I'm here too, um, is, like, with the Epstein stuff, like, just not looking any further, like, nope, he's dead, that's it, sorry guys, uh, Gazelle, Jelaine, or whatever fuck her name is, she's in jail. Case closed. It's like, wait a second. There's a lot of people with a lot of rich names on a lot of logs saying they went to this place and they don't know shit about shit. Like, really? And then we stop there? That's something I could get behind. Like, I'm fine with that. Let's Mm -hmm. let's fucking... Like, I think, like, a lot of times on forums and shit or, like, Facebook posts and shit, people be like, why hasn't the list come out? And then there's a fucking liberal who's also like yeah why hasn't the fucking list come out and like we're both like yeah let's figure that shit out but we're like because those are fucking rich people banging kids and you guys are like not you Mur. again the other side is like those people are rich people eating kids and one thing's happening and one thing's not happening (laughs) well let's find the middle ground let's find the people who are like let's focus on the action People and children are getting taken against their will. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's what we should focus on. That's right. the whole. That's it. What happens after that is yes, probably mm. where we prioritize who we save. But it ain't the baby eating because that's not happening. Sure, <laughs> you could say check it out. If if you catch the 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 human trafficker, the human traffickers on that baseline level. You might find out that that, hey, people, you know what I mean? Follow the breadcrumbs. And then once it's the human traffic is taken care of, like, well, nothing, nothing after that. Just case closed. Sorry, folks. But let's, like, let's follow something. 
You know, like let's 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 just try. I don't know. I I mean, I, I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole here, but like somebody just put up like a list of like all the people who have died in like the Clinton circle, and it was like four. The number's like forty-seven, and all they wrote was like, "Hey, just out of curiosity, any of you guys know 40, 47 people that you've been intimate friends with that have passed away in your lifetime?" And I was starting to think like, "Shit, how many people do I know?" that have actually died. And I'm in my 40s. I mean, they're 25, Fair. 30 years older than me, but, like, I, my number is still less than 10. Like, not 40. They're, they're at an age where a lot of people died. and But, no, but died in not died in curious ways, not of natural Fair. causes. Is it oh, curious yeah. just because they knew the Clintons? Because I feel like that's how, like, some guy fucking died in a rollerblading accident. He was like, well, went to fucking Hillary Clinton's high school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's shit no, like that. Like, like a guy who like magically became really depressed and jumped out of his uh, apartment window like right before they were gonna come ask him some questions and things like yeah, that. Yeah, mm. I mean, look, hey, they've been in politics a long time. That was my other point to that. They've been around a bunch of older, also fucking decrepit pieces of shit. So like, it's not that unusual to me that forty-seven people around them have died. If that's whatever the number was. Because they're old as fuck. They were around a bunch of shitty ass people who were also old as fuck. I know. And but probably when you banging say, babies with them. But when you say shitty ass people, like, it's like the whole, like, hey, maybe if there's smoke, we should see if there's a fire burning somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah, well, this, like this, I, I agree. But, like, again, this is the root cause is the pedophilia and the fucked up shit. We have, it's, that's why we haven't gotten to the root of it because we have fucking baby eating and lizard people and fucking all, all the frazzle drips and fucking like all types of shit. We have these three, these things distracting from guys, people getting taken. Let's focus on, fo focus on the problem, not right. whatever's happening after the problem. Like, we get it. It's a problem. Whether they're getting eaten, whether they're getting fucked, whether they're getting sold, all bad. Let's focus on the action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's something you said earlier that really rang true. You said that, uh, was it Jim? Jim what? Jim Caviezel. Uh, Jim Caviezel got typecasted and he's had, he has a hard time finding work. Yeah. yeah. The only reason fucking Screech got more work is because there was more Saved by the Bell seasons. There was the college that's years true. and then the second year, you know, that's why. Yeah. There were more Passions of Christ or Passionless Christ. Or and that's what I'm saying. Like that's not Christ that unusual. Christ like, hanging out. Like I feel like a lot what, more what Jim Caviezel did was like it's not that unusual these days. Like you watch like like a person in a show or something that becomes like massive. Like like Dwight from The Office has never done anything ever again. That guy's just fucking Dwight. There's you know that what I mean? Because that's drummer. that's it. Yeah. That, well, yeah. That's right. And it was terrible. It fucking sucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jim Caviezel. He Jesus real fucking hard, and he's got nothing left. He's at the end of the, his actor rope. I just think, no, I think somebody like Jim Caviezel, people are like, fuck that guy. I don't want to hire him because he's like, he loves Jesus too much. He loves him so much well, he played him in a movie. Look, extremists are extremists, no matter the religion. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I agree, but like, I mean, I, I don't know, like a really nice guy who really wants to like bring morals and ethics to like his line of work. Like, I don't see that. Yeah, like, it, if you're like, so talented. It's at this, it, but like to other people who don't believe those beliefs. It could be construed as he wants to bring his morals at the sake of other human lives around him. So, you know, like, so we're not all, well, we're Christian. 
I'm fucking not anything. But we understand Christianity, and we're in a Christian general centralized society. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, generally speaking, fuck that. I don't want to. I don't want to hear you preach about Christianity. Well, and I know I more it. about Christianity than you do. Yeah, you're probably right. I, well, <laughs> I, I guess in a general sense, what I was getting at is like, shouldn't we like the internet? This is this comes back to something we talked about a while ago. Like the internet's going to stop all the bullshit. Like people aren't going to be able to bullshit like they once could because there's going to be too much stuff where people can say like, hey, remember when you said this? Like any like political candidate, oh, I never said that. Like, oh, here's the clip, mm-hmm. and they just fire up a YouTube clip. Yeah. Like at some point, is there? Do you? I'm gonna ask Wes. Do you think that this whole deck of cards, this little castle is going to come crumbling down at some point, like with these people? Because these people are up to some shady shit. And like mm-hmm. Alan said, like billionaires got to get the rocks off doing billionaire shit. Like they got to do stuff like this. And But at some point, are they not going to be able to cover it up anymore and not get away with it? The, the politicians and the leaders and the to, gatekeepers of this country? Yeah, the gatekeeper. We'll call them the gatekeepers. They don't have to be politicians. They can be, you know, media moguls. They can be this. They can be that. But they just have to be at the top and pulling strings somehow. I mean, it, it, that would make sense. I don't know. I mean, then how, how far down the slippery conspiracy rope do you want to go? Because then people would be like, well, the, the, those people control what we see on the Internet. Okay? We don't get all the valuable information. And I'm like, that, that's bullshit, too. But, uh, I mean, do I think that the Internet is making it harder for these people to get away with these types of things? Yeah. I mean, to an extent, how much, I don't know. But I would, my guess would be, you know, somewhere between marginal and adequate. Yeah. The problem is, is that, like, we fucking, you know, like, I mean, we probably, as Americans, we don't like to admit it. But, like, much, much like our friends over in Mother Russia, we let, <laughs> we let money get a little too much power. Yeah. And that money does whatever the fuck it wants. It it do, it maybe eats babies. It definitely fucks them. Like, you know what I mean? So <laughs> we're kind of in a, in a scenario of our own making here where we were like, you know what's great? The American dollar. And now we're fucking, now the American dollar is fucking us right up the butt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, a very, in very many ways. Our it's little a, baby butts. Was, was a, yeah, analogy. <laughs> Metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot more stuff coming out day by day that just kind of freaks me the fuck out. That makes me think like, again, I don't I, I know it. it the, the, there's like an echo in the force when you say like Alex Jones. But like, you know, talk, him, thinking of him talking about Epstein Island like over a decade ago. And it's like, this guy's a fucking lunatic crazy man. True. But every now and again, lunatic crazy men who keep fucking walking down these narrow paths where they keep finding obstacles and keep hopping over them, sometimes they're right. And sometimes people try to take them down because they don't like what they are actually onto. And I wonder if more people are getting onto some stuff. And like today, I saw like uh, there's congressional hearings going on. And like they're talking about like everything that Elon Musk has ever tweeted, like the FTC has been like looking at. And they're like, has he committed a crime? Like, well, no. Like, so you're looking for future crimes? Like, what are you doing? They're like, well, you know, he owns a big. It's like, so what? It's he's allowed. Like, I don't know. It's just like just there's so much shit going on. It's it's, I don't know. I'm starting to become a more. Of, this kind of comes to your point, Alan. I'm starting to become a believer of more things because they're seem like they're covering up all the things that they could. If they would just take down one giant quote unquote crime syndicate. Maybe I could back off some of this squirrely shit. But see, here's I'm, the thing: like that's the, that's the part part of the, like the thing I think that becomes this disconnect is like fucking 
I would say from like where I stand, I understand that all of these things exist, like this human trafficking and fucking, fucking back, back, you know, back table dealings and boardrooms with fucking mega corporations monopolizing resources and fucking all. Like I get that shit is happening, but like. It's what like it's a, the example we've been using is the baby eating. It's the, it's the everything that gets about. It's like well, the FBI, FBI and CIA and fucking every and eight thousand fucking individual human beings are keeping this a secret for the last hundred. No, that's not fucking true. That's not happening. We are again are just allowing. We have allowed ourselves as a country and a system to fucking let money and fucking its influence take over our. Every our everyday lives and literally fucking everything that like we watch we watch this fucking these congressional hearings and it's the Republicans being like see fucking Hunter Biden did cocaine off his laptop and fucking it's a Democrat <laughs> hearing being like see fucking Elon Musk tweeting about dicks and emerald mines and shit and like so it's it and, and it's all because Elon Musk is like here's a little here's a couple hundred thousand dollars man fucking talk about talk about that fucking shit you know what i mean and then you got fucking far big pharma being like hey you should probably talk about that chinese spy that that motherfucker was fucking with or something (laughs) and it's all just money flying behind the fucking scenes and we're the fucking assholes eating shit like as soon as america both sides can have this discussion and be like you know what fuck those we need to be like the french we need to start burning shit you want (laughs) you want to raise my retirement age two years fuck you we're burning the palace some napalm, you yep. know, some Maltol yeah. cocktails, something Fuck silly. You. We, we, everybody, stop working. Everybody, that's a good point. Stop paying your taxes. Yeah, this is this is why. Like already, I'm deciding I'm gonna vote for RFK because they're all like that guy's a that that guy's a nut job, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I want the nut job then. Because if you're calling him a nut job and you're calling him a nut job, he's the sanest man in the motherfucking room. That's my guy or, now. Or a super nut job at this point. It's yeah. <laughs> one of the two. Next one to no one type yeah. shit. <clears throat> hey, speak. Yeah, nine to five. Classic Dolly Parton. You know what oh, that? Yeah. You know what that means? You were reading between the lines. That's we like adrenochrome from middle class people. No, that was a, that's a, that's a fucking indoctrination anthem. Yeah, it, it it got millions of Americans to, to believe that they need to work from nine to five, whether it's schooling, whether it's working. You got to be fucking working for your corporate overlords, you fucking drones. Get in there. You better be in the office by nine, and you better not fucking leave before five, you piece of shit. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, though, you look Die back on those. You look back I on know. those. I know. At least they were paying him a living wage when she wrote the fucking the song. The most anti-corporate bitch in the fucking entire world. <laughs> You do that for a movie. Uh, that's good yeah. stuff. Great stuff. That's all right. All right. Well, look. Let's hop to uh, something. I guess quasi adrenochrome. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, this Maybe. is a segment we call Nostradamus and oh, Mr. Murr. I got a fucking. I got a. I got a. Hold on. Just Mr. Murr. Yes. <laughs> tell the audience what we're going to be talking about tonight's Nostradamus. Well, we are going to summon Nostradamus from the eternal realm of being to discuss human grown. No, I'm sorry. Well, human- technically, technically yeah. it's human grown. It is lab grown meats. Apparently, going on to the market very soon will be lab grown beef. And chicken, they basically take uh, cells and they put them in a petri dish and they grow them until they are full size. And oh my God, this is amazing that <laughs> Nostradamus has been summoned from the Eternal to discuss lab 
grown meat. Noster dumbass. Are you aware of what's going on in the uh, the 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 scientific world and that they are going to be allowing through the FDA the sell of lab grown meats? Hmm. Artificial meats, huh? First Talk of all, about- thank thank you for joining us, Nasha. Oh, you're welcome. Good to see you thanks, again. Thanks for having me again, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. It's always a good time. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, <laughs> but I'm a big fan uh, of your hat, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. It's it's new. Uh, it's you know early 1500s Middle East. It's it's a thing. Don't worry about it. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about lab grown meat. You said. That's right. You know? Yeah. I was talking to my buddy Barnabas about this a couple hundred years ago, and uh, yeah, I, I I saw fake meat coming, because you know you know how hard it is to make meat. No, it's not. Actually, it's probably one of the simplest processes of all time. I mean, you have a couple animals, just get it on in the backyard, and you know, a couple months later, yeah, you got well, new look, meat. Look, buddy. Yeah, that's when you had a family of four, and you had your own little farmstead, and you'd kill a pig and a cow, and you'd have food for months. All right. I know what you guys are doing over there. You guys are fucking pushing the limits of population. Mm. I talked about that, too. You should read some of my books sometimes. You guys ask a lot of questions that I've already answered. <laughs> uh, just throw that out there. Oh, but either- I got to say, you, 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 this time you spent in the ethereal uh, has really turned you into a cantankerous motherfucker. Right? Well, I think it's my new hat. Okay. It makes, yeah. it makes me feel saucy. Uh, okay. Either way. So I mean, I, I, meat, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying it's, yeah. it's the new new realm. Lab grown meat, though, it's a little sketchy. I, I don't know that I would eat it. I'd probably I'd I'd probably rather eat a human than yeah. lab grown meat. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Fair I'm not, enough. I'm not into lab human stringy. <laughs> I've had it before, but mm. you know, before <laughs> fake chicken, probably. Well, is it chicken or is it beef? Uh, it's it's a little bit of both. They're they're working on um, both. They're going to be sold basically in like almost like a ground a ground uh, beef slash ground chicken ground turkey kind of packaging. Mm. I guess that's the only way because I mean there's no muscular yeah. like they can't really like simulate yeah. the meat moving in reality. So it won't be like chicken breast or I don't know New York strip. It'll just be like ground beef, ground chicken, ground turkey. Okay. But it'll be done in a laboratory where they'll grow it now. Um, why again? You're saying overpopulation, but there's still a lot of fertile lands out there that we could, you know, maybe manipulate, terrace, whatever. You get my point. That we could use to create new animal life. Couldn't we just readjust farming and how it works? Why go the scientific route to create meat for consumption? Well, I'm gonna go on a limb here, and I don't know how economy is in your time. But economy in my time, people like making money. The lab process is a little bit more expensive, so I think that pound of fucking fake meat's probably gonna cost you a pretty penny compared to chopping down a cow out back and putting it through the grinder. So yeah, man, you know, that's whether they're shekels in my time, dollars in your time, it's all about the fucking almighty shekel. Now not so dumbass don't I mean <clears throat> you may have uh, actually had been negatively impacted by this fact a little bit more oh. than we are because of uh, the processing and because of uh, the advent of the refrigerator and things yep. like that. But a growing number of Americans harbor concerns about the current meat industry's environmental impact, which accounts for 14.5% mm. of the global carbon emissions. Now, here's the kicker. Massive livestock operations could also be breeding grounds for harmful antibiotic-resistant bacteria. What do you say 
to those people <clears throat> who are like, yeah, you put it in a lab, it doesn't have any of that stuff. I mean, look, we don't even have toilets, man. So <laughs> I think you guys are getting a little soft, is all I'm saying. Just, just, just you know, if there's some dirt on your meat, rub some dirt on it, and it'll, 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 it'll equal out. And just go ahead and pop that bad boy in your mouth. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, is there a okay? Now we spoke at the beginning of the show, maybe too, maybe a little too elaborately about the uh, the the global cabal that's going on. Um, mm-hmm. Is there yet another global cabal that you can foresee based on lab grown meat? Um, is this another way to take down what we would call Middle America? You know, the 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 heartland, and maybe put some of these people who have spent generations raising this sort of product to take it away from and give it to the global elitists who can now only mandate it inside of a laboratory. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to let you in on a secret here. And, uh, yeah, we might, some might call it a conspiracy after the words come out of my mouth. Not me. I'm just telling you what I may or may not know. And what I may or may not know is that those elites that you're so concerned about, they got a hankered for human meat. And they're starting, mm-hmm. they're starting to turn their eyes to the, fucking, to the human population. Okay, and so in order to kind of curb their bloodlust, mm. we we, ha- we have to come up with something. And I'll tell you that lab meat tastes conspicuously like human meat. Mm. So I would say tell all your friends with money eat lab meat because what you don't want to be is their dinner as the impending apocalypse comes. That's fair. They they're having a hankering, buddy. That's not adrenal. It's not adrenal glands yet. We haven't reached that point. We're almost there. But yes, sir. Human meat. These these elites are about it. Be careful. <laughs> well, Dad, not, not your dumbass. Sorry, I think I gotta fix my camera a little bit. Give me uh, a moment. No, you look good. Uh, <clears throat> do do you foresee a situation? Because what's you know, a little bit of sliced meat without some cheese and crackers. Uh, mm. Little lab-grown cheese and crackers coming up. Some of the sides of Kuchermal, a stacker, if you will. Maybe pickles, yeah. mustard. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't mean to, I, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but those things are already on the scene. You ever had a Ritz Ooh. made in the lab? Uh, you ever, you ever had, you ever had a block of Velveeta? Fucking oh, lab, in the lab. Yeah, lab yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. Keep keep your eyes wide open, gentlemen. Things are things are happening. Things are moving fast. It's the information age. I don't think it is. I think the information age was like twenty years ago. But either way, shit's moving fast. Mm. So lab, lab grown foods. So you you are convinced that the you know we start with beef, mm. move to chicken, yeah, and then it's all in the human meat. Yeah. Now is now now I can weigh this one way or the other. Now is lab-grown human meat going to satiate the cravings of people who want human, or is it going to entice those who have never tried human mm. to crave fresh human even more? Yeah, you know I'm not gonna lie to you. When they consulted me about it, I said maybe we're thinking too much about what we could do and not what we should do. Um, you know, to steal a line from my, my pal Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. But, yeah, it, it could be a problem. There's a legit problem. The hope is that it satiates the elites so that they don't start going on a murderous bloodlusted rampage to regular humans like you and I. Well, mm. you. And 
<laughs> the caveat to that could be that we turn all humans into human meat, bloodthirsty fucking heathens. Mm. And then we just, you know, the, the apocalypse happens a little quicker. And it's a little more brutal. Yeah, because I don't want to wear your hat here, but, like, the, the, the fear that I have is that they kind of get us in the mode of, like, ooh, human meat, it tastes delicious. It's a mixture between chicken and pork. It's kind of salty, but it's very lean. And then all of a sudden they turn us against each other, global civil war, where the, not the elites, but the, uh, the, the ground troops, the serfs, if you will, are now fighting amongst themselves. And it's like, well, we don't have time to create livestock. What's wrong with eating each other? So we don't really have to worry about starvation because we'll just simply eat our enemies, literally and figuratively. Yeah. I'll tell you what, big guy. I think you're on the right 4chan boards. I think, I think, you, I think, I think you need to stay right where you're at. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. That was like a windy path. I'm not really sure. I was trying to, you know, play Tetris with that. Well, yeah. don't, think, don't think about it too long. It'll hurt. It'll, it'll hurt. Yeah, well, I am an sh- alumni of the Port Chester University. Sorry, right. go whooping cranes. <laughs> I was gonna say, Nasha dumbass, you a fan of PCU? <laughs> Blow me where the papers is, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now, any any questions for us? Any or, or any message you would like us to send to the potential lab grow, lab meat growers? They're probably yeah. scientists of some sort. Don't know what you call them. But yeah, lab meat I mean, growers. look, they're they're average paid scientists. It's really. It's really about like the Bill Gateses of the world. Like I know Mers an Elon Musk fan, but that guy's a human meat connoisseur. You oh know? yeah. So sure. you know, just like I said, guys, keep your eyes open. Dare I say, stay woke. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all, it's been ruined. But the original meaning of it that would have worked for this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> that worked so well. That hit so hard in fifteen hundred. <laughs> people had no idea. People couldn't read. <laughs> Stay awake. Ever sleep. Don't ever sleep. <laughs> well, thank you, Nasha Dumbass. You've been. Uh, whenever we summon you again, uh, what do we rub, rub our stomach three times and and I'll say your name tass- in the mirror? I'll move my tassel to the back to signify the job is done. <laughs> I'll catch you on the flip side, boys. All right. Thank you, Nasty Dumbass. Wow. Man. Who'd who'd have thought, like, just a a slight wardrobe change would just completely affect the personality and and messaging? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I'm glad his uh, seamstress guy. Hey, but do it, man. Hey. What what were you guys doing for the last 15 minutes? I don't know. Your camera cut out, and we just continued on and summoned our (laughs) mythical... Friend, Nostradamus. I always Did miss you? that guy. Here's a fucking riot, actually. <laughs> yeah, he's got some one-liners, some singers. You know, he's got some good, some good views. And obviously, I'm, I'm not exactly sure of his fortune-telling uh, uh, aptitude, but you know, his 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 words of advice are rock solid. I, I take it. I, you know, I go to sleep thinking about it. I don't know much about him, but I think he had a bunch of writings back in the day, and he predicted a lot of shit. You guys should probably read them. He seems awfully aloof for a guy who knows everything. (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, he he probably can't pull everything up out of that brain on a dime. Well, I mean, but he's very flippant with his (laughs) (laughs) You know so much, you know. 
Not that I take it personal. I don't know the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, let's uh, let's fire away. It's been two weeks more. I know you probably have some of the best of the best of the middle of, or early part and middle part of July. But let's uh, let's expand our craniums. Let's get silly. Let's get wild. Let's, Let's get, get to your Fun Fact Friday. Here we go. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends over at the Shin Splints Recovery Group. And our, I can't say that they're our new friends now because they've been around for about a year. The Flat Earth Science Advocates for Truth. I do believe need to start sharing some more videos um, from the TikTok that I've been seeing about uh, Flat Earthers. Uh, they, I will give them credit. I've seen a lot of videos recently of flat earthers uh, trying to prove their flat earth theory and failing miserably and then coming up with more diluted reasons as to why their scientific failures still somehow in some way. They pushed them further to try to prove their own truth, but their own truth is still clouded by reality, unfortunately for them. But do go find the flat earth science advocates for truth. I saw them, they launched a rocket into uh, low Earth orbit, and uh, they were all very, um... now see, if you and I did that, and we saw the curvature of the Earth from space, we'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing, I can't believe we built this rocket and spent all this money and achieved our goal, and these guys were um, crestfallen by the fact that science actually revealed itself. The things, some things are actually true. I saw I saw one the other day on TikTok where I, I don't remember what instrument they were using. I think it was like a uh, a laser of sorts. Um, maybe, maybe I don't know. Anyway, they they were explaining why it wouldn't work. Then it did work. So then they were like, "Well, maybe it was this part of it, this part of the instrumentation." And then it worked again. This part of the instrumentation. Ooh, and they like quadrupled down. And then so one of the guys is mic'd up at like some beach party where they're promoting mm. space. Like a bunch of flat earthers are getting together to party and fornicate and he's like he's like yeah oh yeah this uh this one didn't work <laughs> it, could be, it could be bad for us it reminded me of the scene in die hard with a vengeance when he's like trying to explain to the the, the bad guys that like the security system's down it's like oh, oh, oh but don't tell anyone <laughs> it's like, yeah because they were simply shining a light across a lake on a platform and yeah it's like well if the experiment fails then we'll be off by exactly three feet it's like, hey, where are you shining your light? I'm shining it straight across. Well, it's three feet above me. It's like, <laughs> like uh, shit. Rut row. Rut row, science works. Rut row, raggy. <laughs> Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Your mental floss. Amazing facts. Did you know on the evening of July 1st, 1566, Nostradamus predicted, quote, you will not see me alive at sunrise. And he was right. He died the next day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He predicted his death or was he just dying and I people mean, believed anything a, he said? That's a pretty easy one. I would think like, Ooh, yeah. uh, I don't think this is the clams. Uh, <laughs> let me write this shit down real quick. <laughs> He's a genius. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How are you going to mm -hmm. deny a man who called his own death? Yeah. Yeah. I watched a, uh, uh, it, was, it was like a YouTube documentary of all of his, 
all of his uh, you know his predictions, and they were <clears throat> it was being narrated, and I think some of the, the 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 verbiage didn't necessarily translate, so that they were being a little, uh, I guess, generous with some of the, the loose fitting translations and how it applied yeah. to things hundred years hundreds of years later. Well, I think what's amazing about Nostradamus is the fact that when it happens, whatever it is, when the thing happens, right. <laughs> You go back and you read the thing that he wrote like 400 years ago, 500 yeah. years ago. And you're like, fuck, man. He was like, he was like spot on. But he can't be spot on until it happens. So it's like, it's it's not really a pre... You can't predict something that doesn't happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. it has to happen. So there's no... It's a, it's a fool's errand, like going through his works. Like anybody who studies him to try to like gain future knowledge is a fool. Because... You can read this thing like that the steely birds shall fly into the towers of steel. It's like, okay, all right, all right. So then you got to dissect all that and figure out what it is. Then if you stop it, it didn't happen. Therefore, it's not a prediction. Steely Dan's going to die. We better protect him. Yeah. No, that's, uh, it's definitely, it, it's always like very, uh, like, you know, street, street psychic. Of like uh, every time I like when you like you said something happens and then you read his thing and you're like oh she was like you, somebody somebody died today oh thanks Nostradamus <laughs> <laughs> insightful like I I always feel like they're too generic uh, they yeah. are but they aren't like I mean considering like how far away he was from the event it's like wow that was really specific. That we yeah. could never, unfortunately, we'd never be able to translate it until it happened. Or we're like, or is it that just that he was, he said these things so fucking long ago that like at this point, four to 500 years later, it was just bound to happen anyway. Like he's like the Simpsons, like predicting yeah. things in modern yeah. history. Yeah. Like we've like, we just have such a good creative team that we've come up with every possible scenario in human life. And then eventually it's going to happen. And then we're like, ah. Look, they're they're fucking aliens. Well, I mean, even like the Trump, the the, the Simpsons predicting Trump as yeah. president, right? Like at the time, everybody's like, "That's so stupid. That'll never happen." And then it does. It's like they predicted it. We should have seen it coming. Like, yeah, you can't see it coming. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Nostradamus. also when when you fold the back of a twenty dollar bill, you see the. the Twin Towers on fire. That's fair. They, they, print, they printed money to try to tell us, but we didn't listen. That's right. You got to, like, fold it like a whooping crane in some <laughs> ancient Japanese ceremony. But it's there, man. It's there. Mm -hmm. Did you know Ooh. the Svalbard Global Seed Vault, located on a remote Arctic island in Spitsegard, Norway, houses more than one million seed samples native to places around the world. The vault acts as a sort of backup drive for the world's crops, mm -hmm. preserving specimens in a safe place in case disaster wipes it out in nature. It's deep enough underground and high enough above sea level to withstand earthquakes, ocean rise, and nuclear attacks. Yep. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. Now I'm now I'm interested in this. I'd like to see it. It looks a little, cool uh, like, too. Have you like seen see, like you should pull it? I have it not up. seen this. Dude, it, it. It, it's like basically it's it's like in the side of like an Arctic mountain, yeah, and it's right. like these giant vault doors, and it's yeah. like something out of Star Wars, like something on like like if you found yeah. the Rebel base on Hoth. Yes. It's, okay. <sighs> this is what it is. It, Hold on, I got you. 
And funny enough, they've actually had to take some seeds out of there recently, some wheat seeds, because one of the something wasn't growing in some region of the world, and they're like, "All right, yeah, look at that shit." Wow. So I wonder, like, how, I'm curious as to how they obviously they section everything off. You know, you're not just growing this in a patch of of soil, hoping that you know native things are, and and, and it, they start like colliding with one another. No, they're like they're dry they, seeds. Like yeah, if you went to whole seed. food. See, yeah. it's gotcha. Okay. Like okay. if you went to Whole Foods and you were like, I need some pinto beans that are unwashed and they're just sitting God. there in a, in a tray. Yeah. Damn. Is they're this a UN like thing? And like tubes and shit. Is this, this a is, U, is this a UN thing or is this Norway just being Norwegian? I think it's a nonprofit, like global yeah. fund, like every country in the world, like they yeah. send their seeds to them when they've got like a, a crop. And yeah, I, I think there was something in Afghanistan that like wouldn't grow anymore. And they're like, well, that's because you guys fucked with it too much, and they had to actually go and send them like a batch yeah. of seeds to start growing shit again. Damn, you know what? Interesting. I, I just read something on their website as I'm casually glancing at their fucking shit. Uh, the said, so, so "Who can take the seeds out? The seed boxes are stored under black black box conditions, meaning the depositors are the only ones who can withdraw their own seeds." When seeds are deposited in the global seed vault, their legal ownership is not transferred. That means that a depositor who chooses to store seeds in the seed vault is still the owner and the only one who can withdraw them. So, like, fucking bank account. So, like, if the rest of the world goes tits up and America's got fucking seeds in there, America's like, fuck y'all, we're the ones growing corn, bitches. Like, we we don't even got a share. I thought it was like a communal share vault. Apparently it's just a fucking seed bank. I think I think it is, but I think they don't want other non. What do you call it? Uh, like other regions of the world, they don't want them going like, "Hey, uh, we want some of that American corn. We want to try growing it here." Like you can't just do yeah. that. And yeah, yeah, no, that I get. But I feel like after we bomb ourselves into the fucking Stone Age, that at that point, who uh, you know, the like three Norwegian guys in in this fucking vault are like, "All right, who wants some fucking corn?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hold on, was was did Afghan did Afghanistan ask for opium poppy seeds? Oh, we ran out, got no more. <laughs> uh, we need it for uh, medicines. <laughs> yeah, I I do I. This thing has this thing ever been used in a movie? I feel like that would be like a good like movie plot device. Is like probably. Like mm. shit's gone down. They Someone takes go. it over, you know, yeah. kind of like a rock, rock type thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, and it almost like um, it, it would almost end up being like a oh, what's that zombie fucking show that you guys like? Uh, Walking Dead kind of the like like a Walking Dead kind of scenario. You've got like a guy out front with like a fucking barbed wire baseball bat. You ain't coming in here, champ. This is our seed bank. You ain't coming to get our seeds. <laughs> We're planting seeds right in there. I'm talking about me and my girlfriend. <laughs> Did you know the annual number of worldwide shark bites is 10 times less than the number of people bitten by other people in New York? Oh, the, other, the next New Actually, York I did, City. I did and what is there? The there's, there's like 1,600 a year, something like that, or 3,200 maybe. It was, what? No, it was 1,600, and I jokingly said, well, it involves 3,200, right? Yes. Because there's a bite yes. Yeah, so six. So it's 10 times less, so we got like, like roughly 160? Yeah, there's not that many shark bites. Everybody's yeah. all freaked out about, like, sharks and shit. The only reason I think we're freaked out more— Okay, Jaws freaked us out, like, decades ago, 
and now drones are freaking us out now because it's like, holy shit, like you just didn't know how many sharks were swimming around you. Yeah. And now you can see them and you're like, you know, it's kind of one of those deals like you're not afraid of what you don't know, but now you know. That's a right. good point. Yeah, and aren't like isn't Australia and South Africa, aren't they kind of capitals of of shark attacks, especially oh, yeah. especially Australia? Well, they're capitals of sharks just in general. Yes. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, of course. You'll get I, I as a matter of fact, I I was trying to sell someone this the other day. We, Maybe it was like a couple of years ago. I don't know. The other day, a couple of years ago, a hot minute. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> um, about like shark. I was like, dude, there hasn't been a registered or like a, like a, you know a publicized shark bite uh, north of I think it was South Carolina. There's been one ever like since 1900. And it was in New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, but and, I, the, and scientists are still kind of baffled. I mean, like, yeah, we know sharks will swim up that far north, but I don't know. Like, why you got nothing? But all, all of a sudden, this this guy, maybe this shark just lost its mind and its radar. Like, wait a minute, where the hell am I? Holy and I, shit. And that's a fair point, man. It's like you always try to, like, justify, like, things, like, from, like, a sanity point, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I always I always remind people, like, hey, Jeffrey Dahmer ate people. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer seduced Gay men up to his apartment and then dined on them and then dissolved them in a barrel of acid. That's a really fucking crazy thing to do, but not everybody's Jeffrey Dahmer. Every now and again, there's an asshole shark, and he just wants to fuck things up. Okay, he's like the Joker. He just wants to see the world burn. Yeah. Some asshole, some asshole shark. That's actually the kingdom phylum of it. Assholeus Maximus. <laughs> Maybe that's the next... Uh, Sci-fi really hasn't come out with like any uh, quality entertainment since uh, Sharknado. Maybe they just need to make asshole shark. He just goes around biting people and's like, nah, I don't even want to eat them. No, there was that. There was that uh, Jason Statham movie, The Meg. That wasn't um, sci-fi. That, was, that, that wasn't sci-fi. That was like a real movie. Yeah, that wasn't. The, I'm talking about the sci-fi channel, the channel oh. that used to be the scientific like network that literally jumped the shark and mm-hmm. turned into fucking ridiculous science fiction related bullshit. Gotcha. Yeah, I thought oh. they did fucking do like something got crazy with like Sharknado and something else. And it just they definitely made something else that was fucking worse. I, I just I do have to give some recognition to the corporate individuals who took the science channel. And turned it into a radioactive fucking entertainment mm-hmm. front that had zero percent to do with science anymore. And turned it like you're talking about the place where you learned about the human circulatory system in 1990. And then by the year 2005, you were literally watching a movie about a rogue tornado that sucked up fucking great white sharks, probably mm-hmm. more than have ever existed on Earth, and then doused. Yeah the continent of North America with them. Like, that that's the same channel. And some guy made the decision to make that turn. And I applaud him. Fucking five Sharknados, buddy. <laughs> well, only, the first two, only the first two count, okay? <laughs> Speaking of sharks, did you know the deep-sea-dwelling goblin shark has a jaw that shoots outward to grab prey in what scientists have dubbed, quote, slingshot feeding. It can deploy its jaw at 10 feet per second, roughly twice the speed 
that New York City pedestrians walk. Mm. Weird. <laughs> Weird so that they all, use New York City pedestrian as the yeah, like What are they faster? Or New York pedestrian? Do they walk per capita per year faster than the average? I know okay. they bite a lot. Maybe that's, that's maybe that's why true. they walk so fast. Like, come here. <laughs> well, I think the biggest thing is like you know you try to give comparisons. You like it was like as fast as a you ever see the deer run. And then you're like, oh, in your mind's eye, you're like, oh, okay, I got that's a comparison. I understand. What the fuck? I, as fast as a New York City pedestrian. Oh, hey, okay. Thanks, Alan, calendar. <laughs> see, see if you can uh, uh, Google this math for us here. Uh, how many miles per hour is ten feet per second? Because I want to see what they claim a New York City pedestrian like moves at. Because before we got on the show here. I walked a half a mile at five miles per hour, which gets your elbows swinging like an asshole in the Olympics who deserves no medals. Uh, so what, ten, by the way, what? 10 feet per second is 6.8 miles per hour. Okay, so bull fucking shit. 6.8 miles an hour is the pace that you want to run if you're like in your mid-40s and you want to do a 5K at a reasonable pace. So they ain't walking that fucking fast. That's, they're giving New York City motherfuckers way too much credit. What animal did you say it was? The uh, the a, goblin uh, shark, shark, the goblin shark. Uh, uh, okay. They're hideous. Yeah. Are they deep sea? Or are they just uh, oh so yeah, rare? deep yeah. sea? Okay. They I got these I fucking beady ass eyes, and this, it's almost like like if you took the movie Alien and like the alien like mated with sharks, and it's like shoots its fucking like mouth out at him. Mm. Damn, that's sexy yeah. as shit. And they do it faster than New Yorkers walk. That's why six I mean, point now eight. West. Six point eight miles an hour. Okay, you can run a mile in eight and a half minutes at seven miles per hour. So you're okay. talking about like you're not walking that goddamn fast. No, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely yeah, they absurd. Are terrifying fucking looking creatures. I'm not gonna lie. Give us a screen share if you've yeah, got it. Sir. Those New Yorkers, they sure are. God, they're weird. <laughs> they walk so fast. <laughs> The like, see, here's more cool. of them. So, like, see how like this yeah. part comes out of their skull. Oof. Yeah. Looks like uh, some sort of obscure dildo mitten. Right. <laughs> 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 like a dildo oven mitt. Like a like a like a <laughs> like one of them fucking like alien dildos, but it's a flashlight. And you're like, oh, yeah. weird. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> It's all glistening. Oh, it yeah. looks like what the dude, the guy, uh, it's Alec Baldwin. In Beetlejuice, when the woman asked them to like, you gotta look yeah. ugly. It kind of like maybe stretches his nose like, all out. Yeah, shit out. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, they're yeah. terrifying. Wow. And that's why people are freaked out by sharks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of them look like that. And finally, did you know a hot dog is legally a sandwich in California, according to the state's tax law? Oh. I was going to say, what what piece of legality spells out the definition of a sandwich? Let me ask you, you know hold I mean? on. Like, I, think I, got an, I, I think I got an idea. If you just have a hot dog stand, then you don't have to, if, if it's not a sandwich, and you don't have to pay probably certain, like, you, like, you have to get a, like a, not a food cert, but you have to get, like, a, an application, what am I, a license, right? If you well, know okay, what I'm saying? No, okay. I, I think if like a hot like a, if you're just a hot dog stand, you might, it might be a cheaper license as yes. opposed to like a food stand that serves sandwiches. Because essentially, because a hot dog stand, you're literally you're honestly you're just serving a a tube of meat 
it just so happens that the bun is like the container in which you're like handing it to the to the person but if you say like well technically a sandwich is a is meats between two slices of bread and then all of a sudden it's like oh well i mean technically it's just two slices of bread with meat in it that's a sandwich that goes on a sandwich tax like you've made you've created something or maybe no, like I, food, I just, tax, food tax different than like not snack tax in California. I don't know. I feel like California's wild. Yeah, like, so the licensing, like everybody's like the licensing that you have to have. You know, and again, I'm I'm just totally bullshitting on that. But my, my guess would be because of licensing. Okay, so the question then we must answer now is: a, Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> so I can eat about forty of them, but I can't eat forty sandwiches. <laughs> Uh, man, it's, ooh, well, this is tough. Go into my head and say no. Then. Okay, is a hoagie a sandwich? Is a, su- is a sub a sandwich? I mean, yeah. technically, submarine sandwich. Yeah. yeah. So well, I why, would, why wouldn't a hot dog be? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I mean, just because it's a tube of meat doesn't, it's still a meat, and you're, you're gussing it up with other things. Generally speaking, like, most adults don't just fucking eat a plain hot dog on a bun. Yeah, they put two buns in there, three buns with all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, sesame seeds. That's a sandwich. I definitely get the onions that well. Um, I I would say I I would say no, simply just because the fucking hot dog is. Now, don't get me wrong. Love them. Eat the shit out of them. Uh, They're they're disgusting things. You know. Yeah, they are, Chris. But I I just mean like that was lunch meat, honestly. Dude, yeah. I'll tell you what. The, my favorite ones are the Hebrew National. The, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're those, those, I'll tell you what. Those Jews, they do two things well. Make movies and hot dogs. I'll tell you that right. You, goddamn you need, you, the all-beef franks are, are superior. So, yeah. Fuck it. It's a sandwich. All right. You got me. Oh, can't sleep now. I just I would I would argue that because the bun is connected, it's not a sandwich. But I guess well, you then can he make was, that argument for subs, right? Like, subs, yeah. Yeah. So. Slippery slope. It's tough, man. There's got, and the California figured it out. These New York street vendors are just making hand over foot and then stuffing it into casing and putting it back in their dirty water to cook more. The Californians are taxing them. I do have a question for you guys. How come mm. a street hot dog tastes so much fucking better than any hot dog I've ever made? Oh, because they spit it's in the dirty water. Yeah, because they spit in the dirty water that it uh, festers in. No. <laughs> no Dude, I I have made like I have boiled like my like Hebrew I and I'm not joking about the Hebrew nationals. Mm-hmm. I think they are the best hot dog in the world. And really, you can only boil them. That's the only way to do it. And you get that nice greasy water. And I've even steamed my buns, and I still mm-hmm. can't get that street hot dog vendor fucking flavor. Man, there's just something there. It's, it's the seasoning. Like they, it's it's like a vinegar. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you go, you find a deli and it makes like a mean fucking like bacon, egg and cheese or some shit or like, you know, it's one of the it's because that fucking yeah. that grill that that bad boy is coming off of seasoned to perfection over years of fucking, you know, wiener dogs and fucking Reuben sandwiches or whatever, you know, whatever. But it's the same principle. Like they just keep fucking seasoning that that hot dog water tub and they come out fucking tasty. God, so man. dirty water dog. Uh, which is what you're talking about, uh, is broth that is highly highly seasoned with ketchup, chili powder, cumin, and salt. Mm. Term a dirty water dog does not refer to the usage of disgusting water from the Hudson River, rumor to once have been believed. <laughs> so that's a, <laughs> there's a bonus, did you know? 
So there you go. Hudson River cleaned up by who? RFK Jr. Mm. USA. (laughs) USA. And that, my friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. Well, we're going to go from one hot dog to another hot dog story. Uh, And we're actually going to do a little bit of a segue because, of course, on the 4th of July, a delayed uh, crowd had to, uh, what was it, about an hour, hour and a half on Coney Island? It, right. It in- might, yeah, it was, it, I think it was like two hours because I fucking ended up watching like the, the, the replacement sports center guys for far longer than I wanted to. <laughs> it just kept reminding you, this is like, oh, it's coming any second now. Well, because in the um, bottom corner, they wrote like in rain delay. I'm like, this is the fucking, do it inside. It's hot dogs, right? man. Yeah, that doesn't, unless it's like, unless it was lightning. That doesn't necessarily seem like a sported event. Let's say dip them in water anyway. Fuck it. Just just have at it. So, yes, Joey Chestnut recorded his 16th uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. I mean, they say Father Time's undefeated. I don't know. I mean, what's going to take Jaws down? Well, you know, the thing is, it's like what has fascinated me about Joey Chestnut, and I, I know what you're saying, like, Father Time is undefeated, but, like, we've never actually had a competitive hot dog eating champion age, so we don't know what that number is. Mm. And so, and Joey Chestnut, too, has been so far ahead of the competition for, like, over a decade now that, like, one, is he the greatest competitive eater of all time, and two, do competitive eaters age? We don't know either answer to those questions. Wasn't what was that Asian guy that used to be the main before Kobe Joey came on the scene? Yeah, that guy, like, he either got got he got too old and couldn't hang with Joey Chestnut, or Joey Chestnut stole that motherfucker's will to live, and then he just never Kobayashi ever again. Which is what was the story with Kobayashi? What, what was the deal? Like, because I, I remember he. He ate like on like a rooftop, like across the street one year, like because he was like banned for some reason. Yeah, he had a dispute with Nathan's, the actual company, uh, for for payment or something like that. Mm. I don't know. There's it, it, it revolved about around money. I don't know if they if it was money that he felt that he should have been owed, or that he felt as though he brought a crowd, therefore she should get some profit sharing or something. Mm. I something like that, but I'm not. It it was money. Okay. Well, no. guess what. Money um, doesn't so equal mustard belt. According to the New York Times, Kobayashi had a dispute with Major League Eating because mm. of the exclusivity of its contracts. Like, he would have only been able to fucking earn money from Major League Eating events. Ah, so okay. it's like a live golf situation. This is like the PGA yeah. versus the, the Saudis. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, no, nah, I'm not trying to do that. Like... I'm trying to. I want to I'm trying to fucking. I don't make enough money off of this one event. I've got to go to your local fucking diner and eat seventy-two egg omelets to make right. some money. You know, well, <sighs> to get one a free T-shirt. I, one thing I have to say, and I think it was a little too blown up, uh, but they had to do it because that's the article. But uh, apparently, old Joey Chestnut, they were going to cancel the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, and Joey Chestnut said, "Fuck this, we're doing it." And then the competitor, the, the 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 promoters were like, "All right, well, Joey said we have to do it, so I guess we do." So everybody's like giving Joey Chestnut like, all he, all he, it's just Joey Chestnut was just like, no one's gonna care about the Nathan's hot dog eating competition on July fifth or sixth or anywhere else. You have to do it on July fourth. There's no, it's like Joey, it, but it's Joey Chestnut. Like, what are you gonna do? And I wonder what kind of like methodology he goes through to like pump himself up for this 
competition because he beats everybody like by like 20 hot dogs every year. Yeah, I, I mean, at, at this point, 16 times in a row, I don't think he thinks too much, man. You know, well-oiled machine. It's like, all right, two months Damn. prior, I fucking prepare. This is how I prepare. This is the winning formula. Don't change nothing. Get ready. Here it comes. Jaws. Fucking <laughs> got more Kobayashi dirt, yo. So apparently these Major League Eating fucking contracts made Major League Eating the exclusive representative uh, of, like, those athletes and gave them the rights to negotiate revenue opportunities, of which they would keep 20%. percent mm. So, I mean, sounds pretty bad. In 2010, he showed up, and fucking the crowd started chanting that he should fucking compete, and he jumped on stage and got arrested. <sighs> Punk asses. Publicity stunt. All right. Well, congratulations. <laughs> we get way too fascinated with Joey Chestnut. I know. Well, because you're... I think that, okay, when we go through, Crazy. when we go through, like, the, the, you know, the lineage of the greatest of all time, if you're going to call something a professional competition, and then you have to say, like, you know, who's the goat? Like, it's it's laughable to say that Joey Chestnut is one of the greatest champions of all time. But if we are going to brand this thing a sport, then you do have to mention him at the top of the lists. And so I, people find it laughable, but it's like, well, how seriously do you take sport? Because if you've decided that this is a sport, then you have to also say that this guy deserves some sort of Hall of Fame trophy somewhere. So it... It has to be mentioned. Yeah. yeah, we'll do we'll do a Mount Rushmore. Jordan, Ali, I don't know, Jesse Owens, and fucking Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. It wouldn't even be Jesse Owens. I, it, it could be could be anybody. You get you get my point. Male athletes as well. I don't want to discriminate. <laughs> Wait, you mean you do want to discriminate? I do want to discriminate. Damn it! We're gonna have to buzz that one out. I, Someone's that, just gonna that, take that that one tag. Isn't that line. fascinating? Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. No offense to the ladies out there, but like even Serena Williams admits that like no, any fucking male tennis player would destroy me. Like at the professional level, like like it's not a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. You're fine. They're the greatest athlete. Any like some low level fucking male. Tennis player would probably get worked on by Serena. Pro- probably not. She not. ain't. She ain't knocking out like Djokovic or something. You know what no, I mean? Like oh, that. No. I probably not the top five hundred. But then after that, I think you're. you're that's, you're a lot of, that's a lot of people. By the yeah, way. man. But that's. The, I didn't even that's know there the was that many tennis players in the world. Fuck. Yeah, professionals. You know, you have your doubles guys. Um, you know, whatever. All right. Moving on. Okay. Thank, congratulations, Joey Chestnut, 16. We'll see you in 2024 for number 17. Can't wait. Yeah. Actually, we're going to do a live. We're going to, we'll do it fucking live. Maybe, I'll write maybe, it. Maybe we'll I'll write it. We'll do it live. <laughs> for the July. Here we come. All right. Uh, this is coming via the New York Post uh, study that was put out. Or actually, it doesn't say study, it just says according to. And get this, folks. If you're unemployed and you're looking for some employment, you might want to check. The old uh, career tab over at the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. That's right, my friends. Never knew it. You learn something new every day, and I've learned that that council exists. According according to them, uh, they say slathering a frankfurter and a layer of cool tangy ketchup is a foodie. And I don't know. Is it faux pois? F a u x p a s. 
faux pas, faux pas which I, 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 I know the definition of, uh, but I didn't know what it was. According to, uh, for folks who are 18 and over, uh, if you can vote, it's time for your taste buds to vote for a hot dog without ketchup. The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council President Eric Mittenhall told The Post, sweetness is just... Uh, is not that ideal match, not that of an ideal match, excuse me, is not the ideal match for a hot dog. A New Yorker knows mustard, onions, and sauerkraut are preferable toppings. So what do you folks say? What do you two say about lathering that sugary, ready, probably kind of a glorified sweet and sour sauce on that puppy? I say uh, fuck you to the sausage and hot dog present. Kiss mm, my ketchup-loving ass. Yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like you should put whatever the fuck you want on your hot dog. I'm a mustard and onions guy, personally. But, I mean, I put ketchup and mustard on it from time to time. A little relish, you know? Yeah, fuck it. Ketchup's good. My ideal hot dog is ketchup, cheese sauce, chili and onions. Boom. That's that's why do you why do you need the ketchup with the chili with the chili yeah that's the thing I never got like I'm also not a ketchup and cheese person sorry I I, I don't know because like one I've grown up on ketchup hot dogs okay. ketchup on hot dogs yeah. and then I wanted to use it up a little bit I can like if if you gave me a chili dog without ketchup with onions I'm not gonna be like don't take it back I I mean the chili does suffice. But I do like that little. I don't know. Maybe it is. The, maybe it is the sweetness of the ketchup that I like. Maybe it's the, the the tangy zing that the ketchup provides that I enjoy. I don't think anybody, especially from the hot dog and sausage association, should be telling me how to eat my hot dogs and my motherfucking sausages. Yeah. I I gag at mustard and at oh, relish. Really? Yeah, yeah, I do. I and I've tried it. I've tried it in my adult age i said you know what maybe i was being a pussy 20 years ago let me try this shit one more time like it's not fair to the condiment community that i've uh, uh you know shoot away the the mustard folk of the world and i said let me try some mustard on this and i almost puked i just i hate mustard hmm. sadly but truly i gave it a shot i didn't like it same thing with pickles and relish i'd I want to like pickles. I look at them. I'm like, God damn, look at that wedge of glory. I want that in my mouth. And then I put it in my mouth, and I bite. Uh, and all of a sudden, my gag reflex kicks in, and I'm like, nope, can't do it, baby. I just, I just find mustard interesting. Like, I kind of get relish because, like, relish is, is kind of – relish can be a little gross. Um, and then pickles, like – I hate pickles on sandwiches. I, I fucking do not like pickles on sandwiches, but I'll eat a pickle. Like, I'll eat a spear. That's you know how you're mean? supposed to eat them, by the way. The, the, I tell you, there's there's a pickle conspiracy out there. They were provided by delicatessens to clean your palate between yeah. bites of uh, different sandwiches. Yeah. That's why they put them in there. And all of a sudden, the pickle conglomerate came along and was like, hey, listen, see. pickles go with sandwiches. And you see? And then the adrenochrome fucking conspiracy was fucking... <laughs> Yeah, the memory. Big fucking pickle knows exactly how to harvest <laughs> adrenal, adrenal glands. <laughs> he so also I, is a great actor in Triple X Cinema. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> okay, so Wes, yeah. do you, do you do you stand on the high horse of mustard? No, listen, I, 
I certainly wouldn't be pretentious enough as, and I don't know if this guy has a death wish, death sentence, <laughs> or wants to be unemployed or, or knock down a peg or two from the president of a very prestigious council, in my humble opinion. I agree. Uh, because in my in my opinion, I don't give a fuck what you put on your hot dog. I don't. That's ridiculous. And you, mm. you need to grow up. Motherfucker. Listen. Um, interesting. I will. What do you mean interesting? I interesting. know for because at some point when I got to be about 15 years old, uh, I didn't really like the, the, the taste of ketchup wasn't exactly appetizing to me. Uh, I like it on French fries. That is about it. If it's on a cheesesteak, I'm cool with it. If it's on a hamburger with cheese and onions and tomatoes and stuff, I'm cool with it. It's not my preference. If it, if it happens to find it's on the way though on there, hot dogs now. I mean, it's either it's mustard, onion. Um, if you have some relish, that's cool. Uh, I do like some jalapenos on there. Um, actually, as a matter of fact, I want to show you guys this. I got one of these when I was in Chicago the other day, but you guys those, know my one of those gross Chicago dogs. You guys know my appetite, and yeah. hold on one second. Whoops, and you know exactly what what I'm about. That's the one they put a pickle on, ain't it? And like tomatoes. It was yep. Like it was one of these. You can imagine got jalapeno slices, yeah. a big dollop of mustard. You can imagine I was feeling pretty good. Oh, I like this. Looks this is this, fucking this, awful. Like, no, I, no, <laughs> like no. I mean, I'm sure it's probably delicious if you if it's that's your thing. But like, nah, that's not how I fucking eat. That's you don't put that on hot dogs. That's okay. fucking ridiculous. I, I, I listen. I, I I I back up Alan's sentiment here. But like, when I see that, like, I wish I could try it, man. Like, oh, okay. I, just, I I just know what my mouth and my my gag reflex is going to do to that. Like I would, I wish I could be like, no, I'm gonna give this a go. I just, I can't, I can't. Gotcha. So, I can't let me do ask, it. Like, what is it about? Is it just the to the taste? Is it? Is there a t- like? I don't like pickles. I get right. Like, I I sometimes will take a pickle out of like the towards the end of a jar, and that bitch is a little bit soggier, and I'm like, mm, no, nah, no thanks. That's uh, we're throwing those pickles away now. They're not crisp anymore. You know what I mean? So like that, I get. But and relish, obviously, same shit. But like mustard, just mu- like I I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the the that smell taste conundrum. But it's like there's such a musty, a musty flavor to ketchup or mustard that like I don't, which I guess maybe that's where the word comes from. But yeah. I, I I can't describe it to you. Like my my taste buds just they, they reject they reject it. Like I want to like it. I want to like it i see that man especially like okay being like almost a lifelong visitor to the fox household like a variety of mustards available to you and and all and all all sorts of dijon's brown mustard all the all the mustards yeah stone ground yeah yeah and 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 just i just no i can't i can't do it i've tried and i just i can't and I wish I could. Like, I mean, even like mustard seed is mentioned in the Bible. I would like to eat a biblical food, but I cannot do it. Mm. That sucks. So it's so it's yeah, ketchup. That sucks. That's ketchup hot dogs though. for you, yeah. I, look, my, honestly, my perfect hot dog. I'll describe it to you. Okay. It is a is a slightly burned hot dog. Mm-hmm. Okay, on a on a on a steamed bun with bacon crumbles on it. Uh, a little bit of ketchup. Some hot sauce, fresh onions, not grilled, cheese sauce, and fucking chili. That's my fucking perfect hot dog. That's so much. 
Yeah. yeah, it is. But I'll tell you what. If that's I what I if I, is like, I don't like my hot dogs to be like too much. Like I think that's my big like I never there's never more than like two ingredients on my hot dog. It's mustard but, and onion. It's chili but I'll tell you chili. what, man. I but yeah. I tell you what, you give me a hot dog with just ketchup on it, I'm a fucking satisfied man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, and by the way, Wes, the reason I give you grief about like I don't care what you how you eat your hot dog or what you put on it. Because how many goddamn times have you given me shit about a well done steak? Why do you well. give a shit about how I consume steak? Now I don't do that anymore. But either way, you still giving me so much shit about that because one time in your fucking purview, I ordered a well done steak. You couldn't let it go. Well, you know, I mean, you've heard the term apples to pears. This is steaks to hot dogs, bro. Different, <laughs> different argument. <laughs> totally different argument. But you, but it, but your claim is that I, oh, you ruined that steak. Not for me. Not for me. Spend your money where you want. Get the fuck out of my. Get the fuck out of my way. How about that? Fuck that. Put whatever you want on your steak. Put the ketchup on your steak, too. How about that? I like a well-dung steak with a bunch of sugary-ass ketchup. I'll have mm. the Trump, please. I'm going to judge the shit out of you for that. I mean, do whatever you please, but I'm going to definitely judge you for it. Yeah, you're getting judged. Okay, what's your take on getting A1 at a good steakhouse? If you just uh, want some- I See, I personally like A1. Now, yeah. like... I'll do it at fucking Outback or Texas Roadhouse or fucking like, but like, would I go to like fucking, you know, the bygone or something here in Baltimore and go order a fucking $40 steak and then ask for A1? No, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, you know keep, I mean? keep your, uh, keep the A1 away from my roost, my roost crisps. But I do there's some like. Is it out of embarrassment or. Is it out of like what? What's that like? Where, where does that come from? Like I don't know. Like what? You don't need to enhance that cut of meat. Yeah, like the meat that I'm getting at that restaurant is not the same. Like the eight ounce fillet I'm getting at the bygone is not the eight ounce fillet that I'm getting at fucking Outback Steakhouse. I know, and I agree with all of that. But I guess my point would be like with a one, like like Alan, I like the taste of a one, and yeah. I eat a one with steak. There's no other. There's no other time I, I'll marinate like my burgers in it a little bit sometimes, but mm-hmm. like there's no other time that I would use that sauce except for with that particular cut of meat. So why wouldn't I? That's my point. It's like yeah. this I, when X comes to Y, I that's when that's when this the, that's when these two worlds collide. That's how I eat things. Yeah, I mean, I also guess it's part like it's, I think there's a, a couple things that go into it, right? So like. The steak isn't coming out just with a steak. It's probably a dish with some kind of fucking, you know, demi-glaze or some bullshit and, like, some vegetables. So, like, it's got accoutrement that I am not going to sully with A1. And, uh, and again, the quality of that shit is, is better. Like, and it is a little bit of a respect. Having worked in the kitchen before, like... I'm going to respect the guy who's working the Vigons kitchen because that guy's definitely a chef. I'm not going to respect the cokehead that I used to work with at the Green Turtle that lost his job for drinking on the job and now is slinging steaks at Outback. Like, that guy didn't do shit to that steak to make it better. The professionally trained chef at the Vigons definitely did. Yeah, fuck that guy. Because I'm paying the same amount. No, yeah, but but I'm paying out the ass for his, his professionalism. 
And so yeah. I'll I'll enjoy his professionalism at my leisure and how I please. I mean, yeah, I don't care. Like if you do it, go for it. Like I, that's just my reasoning why. Like at one place I would, at one place I wouldn't. I've just heard stories of like people getting a one at a place like that and having like the waiter or the chef come out and be like, "What is wrong with these steak?" Oh yeah, like nothing, motherfucker. This is how I yeah. eat it. Yeah, kiss my dick. Just like yeah. ketchup on my hot dog. Your hot dog's <laughs> fine. My ketchup yeah. is delicious. I mean, look. I think the getting overly judgmental about the fucking the sauce choice on your tube meat, like, eh, what are we, what are we fucking, what what are, what are any of us uncultured swine actually talking about? Uh, but yeah, if you know, if a tiny baby cow got murdered in Japan to make me a fucking hundred dollar entree, I'm gonna try it the way that hundred dollar baby cow fucking you know came to my plate. Right. Now, when fucking Jeff overcooks my fucking steak at the Outback, I got to put a little sauce on it. Fucking get it down my gullet. It's just a different experience. Yeah. You know, uh, some of those elitists still put a little ketchup on the uh, adrenal gland. I hear it enhances the flavor. Vinegar. It's a vinegar, man. It's Bring apple it cider specifically. Oh, Alan, tell all the ketchup users around this great country of ours where you can, you can hang out with the middle class olds. www.heinz57.com. Uh, <laughs> it, it comes with French fried potato. Uh, anyway, you can check us out <laughs> on all our favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're the middle class holes on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. And. For your listening pleasures, please check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Fucking email. Do we got anything else? Do we do anything? Nothing. Are we on threads yet? We should probably just do it. We got some We got some comments, though. A oh. very long-winded debate uh, in the Be Nitpicky TikTok uh, video. That Mer, that's where you talk about how someone running out of gas is an idiot, and this is why it's a total complete inconvenience. Well, these oh, two strangers to ours of ours uh, who just happened to stumble across the video gave like it's like probably fifteen back and forths uh, amongst one another. I it all this. All right. It all started by running out of gas is uh, isn't an incon. Oh, excuse me, running out of gas isn't an emergency. It's an inconvenience at best, unless you're creating a hazard by stopping in the middle of the highway. Then it goes back and forth. I'm not reading all those. Go check that one out. It's called being nitpicky. Wait, hold on. It, it is an not, emergency. What if I got a pregnant lady in my car and I run out of gas? You know, that's an emergency. It's not okay. All right, look. Bottom line is like maybe I don't know where they live, but like I guess it does depend on where you live, whether you consider mm-hmm. it an emergency or not. But that's yeah, fuck you. That's an emergency. Also, generally speaking, don't run out of gas. I think that was the fucking gist of our thing. Anyway, it was like don't be stupid. And yeah. I think that was more aimed at West because didn't you run out of gas like on the same spot on the same twice. highway twice? Uh, and and you had twice in the same week on the same spot of the highway. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. well, whatever. Uh, next two comments come via uh, a witness of tragedy. This is where Murr gives us a very detailed view of his uh, or his point of view when the Challenger blew up uh, when he was in elementary school. Uh, Blickety Blow writes, oof, the Montgomery Ward comment hit close to home. Uh, you can add me to this list. I don't remember. That was, that was Alan's addition uh, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, next, and I don't really know. I don't know if there's like some sort of read between the lines one, but first of all, guys, his name is Jeff on TikTok. Mm. That's wild. He's the first of now Jeff 
fucking five million. He writes, I watched the Challenger live during my lunch in the sky. Was he stoned? No. Would he watch like it? Maybe he was like on a plane? Ah, uh, yeah. Was he like, like literally, like maybe he took off from Florida, like yeah. Orlando, and then was like in the air and like, all right, folks, oh, if you look to the like left. actually saw it like out the window. Wow. You guys look Possibly. to the left. You're gonna see the space shuttle Challenger launching with a school teacher. Uh, her name is Krista McCullough, and she's uh, heading up to space to do some scientific research. Oh my God! Um, <laughs> Folks, look out the other window. You'll see the beautiful state of Florida. Uh, lots of gators, swamp, golf, and retirees. <laughs> uh, lastly, coming from uh, Psych Tyson. Longtime commenter, you you know him, right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, yes. Okay, fair enough. We're done. Uh, this is where you said uh, Vanna White demanding more money. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Murba to take a better, better take it easy, blaspheming Vanna White like that. Uh, I was five or six in Oklahoma. I was with my parents while they were a furniture shop. No, I was with my parents while they were furniture shopping. Uh, the store had a cardboard cutout of her on display. <laughs> she, she was my first boner. Uh, also, she wow. would never have bunions. Uh, she should, have, you should, <laughs> he should have more love for Vanna or. Uh, and less for AI, like what the fuck really is wrong with him? Sorry, that last sentence kind of like carried on. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. First boner, you should appreciate her more. Listen, okay, I appreciate Vanna White. I I, I get her. I I understand. I know why she's there. I I've gone back. I've watched. I've I've I, look. I went and I found the Playboy so I could have it in my possession for the rest of my life. Like, I love Vanna White, but. At some point, you know, it's just like Joey Chestnut. When's he going to retire? Like, what? When? When does it dwindle? We all have fair, our favorite like athletes, and it's sad when they fucking like go too long. That's Vanna White. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, yeah. on that note, folks, have a good night getting old and uh, watching <laughs> Gravity and the sunlight just decay your body until you're withered. <laughs> Turning yeah. numbers over somewhere else. Eating that fake meat. Eating that fake meat. That's right. The lab meat. <laughs> According to Nasha Dumbass, he's eat, they're eating your meat. The gatekeepers. I'm just saying. Your, your ground up meat, not your not your boners. I'm just saying. <laughs> feed your feed your rich friends lab grown meat before you're on their dinner table next, buddy. Lick that bunion. Lick that bunion meat. Have yeah, a good yeah. night. Bunion meat. That's right. This is the lower grass. Lower cream. Good night, folks.